0: let's welcome into the program josh neighbors josh good morning how are you i'm well gentlemen a little under the weather how are you guys doing doing good you you do sound a little scratchy hang in there uh let, let's I, I would. and we've talked about this a little bit this morning uh notre dame basketball coach mike bray basically said nil is here it's here in the form that it's here shut up and adjust uh agree or disagree um i'm not
1: sure i 100 percent agree but it was refreshing actually hear a coach, you know, not really complain about it in one way or another, or talk about, you know, like Wayne Kiffin did, the resources they have, or Jimbo deny it, or, you know, Dabo's company complain about it. I mean, um, I think that we're going to see the NCA probably not have that very, you know, very much teeth with their new rules. Uh, I think Mike Bray is spot on. I, I, was, I was surprised because, you know, Mike Bray can seem curmudgeon at times. I was a bit surprised to hear him say that, but um, you know, I think I I think I probably eighty percent agree with what he's saying. I mean, obviously, there's some stuff that needs to change about NIL and, and just you know the, the way it's gone about doing it. But I mean, yeah, I mean it, it's here; it's not going anywhere. And, and I think uh, I think he is right mostly.
2: Big Twelve softball championship gets underway this week. It, it, does anybody legitimately give OU a run in this tournament?
1: We saw it last week, and, and Oklahoma State didn't have much uh, for Oklahoma. No, this is this is OU's. It's, it's their conference. They've been running this conference for for years now. Um, Patty Gasso's team, you know, wins the regular season in pretty impressive fashion with a sweep over their biggest rival, and honestly, the best test you can get in the Big 12. And you know, it's just another one of those times where we should appreciate one of the most dominant programs. Not just in the conference, but in any sport, anywhere. Period. Patty Gasso's group is always fun to watch, and yeah, I mean, I don't think there's anybody, you know, at least um, in the conference, I can give them a run. And then we'll see what happens nationally. But I mean, they look like a ju- they look like juggernaut right now. They just started a new win streak. They only lost one game all year, and they just won the Big 12. So I'm not really sure who's going to stop them right now.
2: What were your your takeaways from the? odds that were released earlier i believe i guess it was earlier this week or last week regarding the big 12 football uh heading into this season and who's going to win it
1: yes that's actually the big topic on today's episode of locked on big 12 it's about those odds um i i really like the odds i think i'm kind of on board with what we're seeing first of all oklahoma is your favorite at plus 175 so 100 dollars. We'll get you 175 on the comeback if they won. Yeah, I mean, I'm right there with them being the favorite. The second favorite is Texas. And I know some people say, oh, my God. And once again, Texas is up top, and, and, and they're right there. But, look, to me, they they deserve to be right there. I was thinking about last night. You I mean, love the offensive side of the ball. They have the most talented quarterback, the most talented running back, and probably the most talented wide receiver in the entire league. This team also has depth on offense. The other defense is a question, but you think with the embarrassment of riches they have on offense. And a lot of the questions going on around the league, Texas at plus 200, it makes a lot of sense to me. You know, all you have to do is just make the big 12 championship game. It's not that easy to do, but you know, once you're there, you're, you got a shot to win the conference. And I definitely think that we saw last season, Texas lost a lot of close games. They blew a lot of leads. It wouldn't shock me if they turned a lot of those games around this season and converted those losses into wins because they've got the talent to do it. So I'm on board with the top two. Um, you know, I think people at Baylor hope they'd be higher up. There's just too many questions for me with Baylor this season to necessarily wager on them. And I think their odds, I had to double check, but somewhere in the – uh, five to one range or eight to one mm-hmm. range. I think the odds were yeah they're they're plus seven fifty. So yeah, in, in that range. I mean, you know, I, I think that's that's it's good money you get back on Baylor. But I'm not totally sold. I do think a lot of people like that number though. And then um, you know down the line, I, I kind of like Texas Tech at forty to one and Kansas State at fifty to one. You know, those are long shots. But hey, if things broke right and you know they're able to sneak into the big 12 title game they could easily win you know if you're at the dance, you can win it so yeah there are a couple long shots in there i like too
0: josh is it unfair for me to say texas shut up and prove it y- you've had nine million opportunities with great talent and you find a way to lose instead of finding a way to win
1: yes that's totally fair i i, I will say so you know you guys know this but the way odds are set is to generate, you know, the the, the whole point is to generate money coming in on these teams. That's what they want. And so, I think Texas's value as the second most favorite team, you know, you you think about um, kind of where they come in with all the talent they've just brought in. That's why they're getting those odds. Sure, yes, they're Texas. But I think because of, you know, how much turnover there is. I mean, honestly, it wouldn't shock me if money came in on Texas and they catapulted to the favorites to win the conference. Now this happens all the time. You always want to up there in terms of the odds, in terms of best to win the league. Um, But, yeah, there's no element to shut up and prove it. I just think they've got a good opportunity to prove it this year. That's just my opinion, though.
2: Josh, another championship coming up in his track and field. Is there a team that you think should be the favorite going into this weekend?
1: I can't say I know too much about, about Big 12 track and field. That's that is one area. I think isn't Texas season pretty good then? I think they're normally very good. So if I had to pick one, I'd say Texas, but not normally my area of expertise, track and field.
2: We mentioned the running backs while ago and, and I'm I'm looking at this group. You got Bijan Robinson at Texas, which obviously I thought it was a match made in heaven with the the Lambeau deal he got. Um and obviously Deuce Vaughn. Who sticks out who can give those two a run for their money as the better uh, the best running backs in this league next season?
1: Um so those two guys are, I, I think, head and shoulders better than the rest of the league. I think Kendra Miller is an interesting guy at TCU. I think Amari DiMarcado is pretty good, and I like you know Taj Brooks um, and Roger Thompson. I really like it, Texas tech, tech. But here are two guys to keep an eye on, and I'm going very much off the reservation here. Watch out for Devin Neal mm-hmm. and Ty Thomas. Devin Neal had a really strong season last year, younger guy. And then also, <clears throat> excuse me, they bring in, Kansas does, Kai Thomas from uh, from Minnesota. So they've got a really, really good backfield. And I think they're going to ride both of those guys. Last year, Kai Thomas ran for over 800 yards. Devin Neal, I think, got up to go around 800 as well. I mean, this is this is not, you know... Uh, recent memory, Ku in the backfield. Those are two legit guys, and I'd say this: if you look across the league, like besides besides Texas, as you mentioned, I mean, I, I think Bijan and Roshan are by far the two best. that's the best talent you're going to find. Deuce Vaughn's probably the most proven guy, and just think about everything he does. He's a true four down back. But anywhere else you go around the league, I mean, I think that the next place you got to look. Has got to be KU. Like they got two. And I know it's crazy to say, but they got a couple legit guys. And I know Eric Gray is the number one guy at OU, and that's a great spot to be in. I'm sure he's going to have a nice season. But I'm really excited for KU because I can't remember the last time they had two guys this talented and semi-proven at a, at a skill position on offense.
0: Josh, with with the new staff and everything that's going on in Lawrence, what is a realistic goal for for Kansas football?
1: So I saw that Rivers this year, uh, their odds for Kansas, it was o- over under two and a half on the win total. Um, for them, you know, uh, sometimes you can't measure success and wins and losses. I know it's a weird thing to say, but like it's when you're Kansas, it's just, th- this is their first full year together. Keep that in mind, right? This is the first time they've had a full spring together. As a team, as a staff, under uh, you know under Lance Leipold, right? So, keeping that in mind, I mean, change for them. You know, it might be incremental. Like it might be three wins um, this season. I think that, that, that's that's totally reasonable to say that. Um, you know, I'm sure the KU fans would prefer four or five, but look, they've got games against Tennessee Tech, they've got a game at home against Duke, and also. Um, You know, you think about those conference games, like, can they steal one against the TCU at home? Can they steal one, uh, you know, maybe beat Texas again? Can they steal one against West Virginia on the road? I think three wins is a good target for them. I think they get there. I actually think they push for four wins, but change might be incremental for the Kansas football program.
2: Josh, as we go forward with uh, the new Big 12 as it comes in, I know the, the reports are out there right now about getting rid of the the conference championship games. When the new teams come into the Big 12, do you see this getting broken into pods, or how do you see them going about handling the schedules?
1: Uh, I think they're going to do a uh, division. I think that's the way they want to do it. Just because, I mean, even 14 teams, like, what about the divisions? Um, you know, just to make it easy. And then, you know, when those two teams shift out, oh, you're in Texas, you can shift stuff around and make it happen. But I, I think I think the Big 12 was caught off guard. Even though there was a lot of conversation around, um, you know, getting rid of divisions, they were kind of dead set on having them, um, you know, and they're caught off guard by the rules that are coming out. They kind of might, you know, shift what they have to do. And that's difficult because they're trying to work through schedules right now. Uh, schedules with OU and Texas schedules without OU and Texas. So I think the league was a bit off-put by what they saw. I think easy th- to simplify it, you go divisions um, just to kind of get yourselves straight. Once OU and Texas leave, then maybe you can quit the divisions, but I think at least for that time, you have 14 teams, two seven-team leagues, you play a six in your conference, you play three from across, and you keep a rival, whatever. That just kind of makes it easier
0: final thought for you uh with with uh, gary gone two two scholarship quarterbacks on campus uh do the bears go get one out of the portal just for insurance
1: yeah I mean I think you're seeing a lot of that yeah, I think you're seeing uh, you're seeing schools who get guys now. you know what level I don't know but I, I think the numbers will tell you yes like we just saw actually o, OU oh was in a worse spot than than um than Baylor was. But we just thought, oh, you a going to back up the kid who played in the um, in the bowl game against Michigan State for Pitt. He went to, to Oklahoma. So, yeah, I mean, maybe they get one more. Um, but, look, I'm sure Dave Arana feels really good with the two that he has, but sometimes two's not enough. You know, guys can go down. So, I, I think uh, some insurance would be nice. All
0: right. So, again, what are you working on for uh, the podcast?
1: Talking odds today. So the odds, big 12 odds, you guys can find us last on May 12, every guy's podcast, and on YouTube as well.